That is officially how we start Mandy, every drinking episode. Mandy's going to never forgive herself from telling me about that app. Like ever. She's going to like go to her grave being like, I should have never told Emily about that app. The ham horn. <laughs> um, wait, wait, hold on. Where is one more the time. ham one? Um, yeah, there's one that just says ham. Hold on. I think. <laughs> I think that's taken over the um that button. Oh Jesus! But the the no ju- button. So you know that we can record Where our is own the things. No button. It's no. broken. It's broken. <laughs> is it broken or did the battery die? Both. <laughs> I don't care. You can record your own thing on here. Should oh. we try to do one? Hold on. Are you gonna make it say no again? Okay, here we go. No, it didn't work. It didn't work. Hold on. All right. No. I can't make it work. Maybe I clearly it's don't. recording during the... Wait. I don't know. We I clearly don't know how to use uh, apps. Hold on. It's fine. I'll, wait, I'll make up for it. We Hold know on. you don't know how to use Facebook I'm going to make up for it right now. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite thing, and I love doing it, and I love... Um, anyone else that does it i wish i had more it's, room on my phone it, for fun apps like that but i just don't get rid of something everything is necessary no get rid of everything's it. absolutely necessary. i don't have any extraneous i have anything. a ton of extraneous oh, shit and also well, that app so you need to, it probably takes up like literally kilobytes of space you should put it on there mm, just if not for anything other than your own personal growth <laughs> personal growth <laughs> Oh boy. Um, okay. okay. In case you were wondering, this is Pancake Town, the podcast, and I'm Emily. I'm Michelle. And this is a drinking episode. Yes. And we <laughs> like almost finished an entire bottle, a 40 ounce bottle of rosé before we started recording yeah, because I only we didn't want to be disappointing. I got to catch up. We couldn't like open the bottle and then start <laughs> recording and then be like, this is a drinking episode. Half an hour in, we're Mm-mm. like, I'm kind of feeling it. No, we're serious. We also have another we have a backup bottle. bottle of Sauvignon Blanc on deck. Yes. In case it'll probably, it'll get drunk. Drank. I'm almost drunk. Done. Drank? Fine. Drunk. I might have to. We're almost out of chips, so like Michelle what if we just bought start? guacale mole, <laughs> which because we're white people, which was a smart move because Steve saw it and he was like, mm. it doesn't it taste like kale. It tastes like guacamole that's delicious. Dude, they put kale in the guacamole, so now you don't I have to feel say, so guilty about it. I will say, like, I do feel like pangs of white privilege when there's ten dollar guacamole in my fridge. <laughs> Um, like that's ten dollars worth of guacamole. I'm we've aware. eaten we've eaten six dollars and forty two cents worth of guacamole. That's a lot okay. of guacamole. Just because I don't want anyone judging me for this, <laughs> this is the second time in my entire life I have bought pre made guacamole. I make it myself. I made muffins for will the you, podcast this morning, and I made dinner last night, so I bought pre made. Will guacamole. you make? Will you try to make guacamole? homemade guacamole with kale now no not with kale like i don't even know how they put kale in there (laughs) they put it in the food processor with Uh, everything else. i make it no my guacamole is not usually this like maybe it had kale in place of cilantro there was still cilantro in it which thankfully i didn't taste because i don't like cilantro oh you're one of those people yeah um which is what 
kind of why dress, I got this one instead that of the regular thing one? came out did you think mm. it was blue and black or did you think it was cream and gold I think or I whatever th- i can't remember it's i thought can it was, you google it yeah because i don't remember i thought it was blue and black and josh thought it was whatever the other thing yeah was. i know steve and i thought and it was blue my fucking thing? mind i don't understand it, i think it's a trick it like hurt my brain i because I was like, no, you're kidding, right? That's you're the trying kind to of thing me. that makes me think that this is all some sort of <laughs> this is Black experiment. This is all an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> I was thinking The Matrix somehow. Yeah, same thing. Like, um, and that Steve and I are programmed different. Like, that's just a programming glitch or something. Okay. Whenever these th- things happen, the, I always wow, say that it's was a four years ago. That yeah, dress thing right. happened um it's really funny uh um so yeah there were pictures of it is this the picture because that's just like the flash bulb went off i don't remember what it looked the like. the great blue and black versus white and gold dress debate i don't get it oh i see both of them well no they're side by side so some oh. people see some people is the same picture some people saw what was on the right and some people saw what was on right, the left so how do we see the original original photo in which we can do this experiment again because that's what everyone who listened to this podcast wants to know (laughs) is what we saw (laughs) on that dumb dress from four years ago um how are you gonna find it i don't know it's too much much shit now i know i want to redo it here it's on wikipedia i can't believe you remember (laughs) what you um blue and black don't remember Um, Oh, here's the original picture. Okay, original. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I clearly see what I see right now. Okay. I see blue and black. Good. But if I showed this to Josh right now, he would say, Are you fucking kidding me? I know, right? Doesn't that fuck your brain up? So then the thing, the other pictures are showing you like what other people see. The the photo originated from a washed out color photograph of a dress posted on the social networking site Tubler. Duh. Um, and then it says the debate was over their opinions on the color and how they perceived the dress in the photograph as a certain color. Members of the scientific community began to investigate the photo for fresh insights into the human into human color vision. Well, the dress itself ex- experienced a major surge in sales because of the incident. Ew, that's unfortunate. They also <laughs> produced an off a one-off version of the dress in white and gold because the dress oh, is actually is blue and black. Okay, so I'm going to say that I'm surprised that I do see it the correct way because I see all kinds of colors wrong. The wrong way. Did you know that? Now I do. I do. I see. Um, but like, doesn't it blow your mind that you look at that and you're like, clearly that's blue and black. It, it is clearly blue and black to me. Um, but I actually mix blue and black up all the time. I mix purple and brown up and red and pink. Oh. But see, look, so that one, that like image, I bought clothes that I the thought were one color on the and left is what other people saw it as like their brain made it that color. Isn't that crazy? I think we need to s- study more about Let's that. ask everyone we see if they are process versus product serial killer. Uh-huh. And also and then, what color is this dress? And maybe they're related. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no one's going to ever let us have alcohol ever again. Oh, my God. Okay. okay. Why were we talking about the blue and black dress? Because of this? Cause no, of I don't know how it could be. <laughs> uh, I have no idea. Are we loud? We're probably loud. Yeah. Okay. Um, Josh will fix it. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, what are we talking about? 
this is our book review oh shit we're doing a book review okay so we've been talking for months about wanting to do a drunk history style book review also if you haven't watched drunk history your life is not complete Mm. you have a terrible i've only seen maybe two episodes oh my god you have to watch the one with um georgia oh yeah i mean i've heard about it i think there might be she actually might be on multiple episodes i think she is she's great she's good on there she's a a cute drunk she's an adorable drunk i mean i believe yeah like uh, it's hard because i don't really want to hear someone tell a story about like some history history thing no it's real boring to me it makes you want to i think you have to know the person who's telling the story Mm, i disagree the ones i've seen i didn't know the people and i'm like i don't know i mean i could see how it's entertaining yeah i I just i haven't seen a great one but i get it i get the idea which is why we're doing it there's a few of them that are i mean you probably need to find ones that are like a theme that you really like Mm. Like sure. don't just watch one that's like this is about Abraham or a Lincoln. You love. Like I'd like yeah, to yeah, see yeah. the Georgia one. But sure. I think there's there are a couple episodes that are about serial killers that you should oh, really? watch. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're good. They're funny. Um, but that's not what, what we're going to talk about. Um, no, <laughs> uh, I lost it already. That's the thing. <laughs> because I keep talking. That's the thing about drinking. Um, no, <laughs> what was it? something about oh do you know if anyone else is doing podcasts that are drunk book reviews <laughs> um, i meant to look it up i'm sure i'm sure there are but i, I is anyone that. doing book reviews about small business books <laughs> while, they're <drunk? laughs> while they're drunk this could, be, this our could thing. be our new thing it could be our thing it could be our thing i would do it if somehow it was like like people were into it i'd keep I would doing be into it. it i'd because, be into listening to that i mean a little bit listening to seven hours of an audiobook in one day was torturous <laughs> um and that's my fault stop doing that i could have done it like well right. incrementally if it was scheduled you but could, yeah it was literally wednesday morning i'm like I emily do. i think i'm gonna finish this audiobook <laughs> and then, I, just, I only and then have seven hours left. i was like cool i don't think i'll be able to also finish it and michelle's like well we'll be drinking so maybe i could just tell you about i'm the just book gonna tell you about and it. we'll record it's that fine and i was like that sounds great um that sounds like a fun <laughs> time for everyone so it didn't occur to me though that um my sloppy notes while i'm i was writing while i was working so listening working also and scribbling notes. notes would be harder <laughs> to decipher i mean after i've been drinking right i'm gonna say that you probably would be able to decipher them sober and now you're trying to do it yeah i'm seeing this half a bottle of rose note that says boo (laughs) wait what does it say before boo every day i'm hustling boo because you don't like the phrase every day i'm hustling yeah that's why you're like that's not a great note (laughs) i think it's a really good note i think that's the title of this episode every day i'm hustling oh my god on top of this i uh, no, i already have it i might already already have have the title maybe shit but we could pick it from any of these things, to be honest. Because okay. they're all gems. <laughs> they uh, okay. So let's start at the very fucking okay. beginning. What's the title of the book? The, compa- <laughs> the, co- the company of the book. <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. So I don't think I actually swear unless I've been drinking. Yeah, you haven't said fuck in a while. Um, The book is called Company of One by Paul Jarvis. <laughs> and um, I think it was like... <laughs> he was interviewed on a podcast that i listened to that i hated (laughs) 
right? You hate the podcast or yeah, you hated that I think episode? it was that Fizzle podcast. Fizzle? Oh, the one that starts with the guy who's like, <laughs> Okay, it was either Frizzle or Fizzle. Frizzle? I don't know. Oh, God, I hope it's not Frizzle. I think it might have been oh, Frizzle. God, Jesus. <laughs> See, this is why we don't have to feel bad about the title of our... No. The name of our podcast. I'm... Because it's not Frizzle. Yeah, whatever. Um, that guy was aggressively... Um, happy loud well i think that he started the podcast with the equivalent of that noise your app made (laughs) but it came out of his mouth yeah that's how that came up you did that thing. that is how that came up and i was like i love this it's so obnoxious and i hate everyone that does it and it makes me laugh and now we did it um i mean it's really good it's very funny so we were both we heard about this book and we're like yeah well Company yeah because of one it that's came, us well because originally i had talked about that small giants book sure that's which like so, i didn't really read i tried no and it's i mean it's more like profiles of businesses that have like chosen to say to stay small but also small on a scale of like as compared to coca-cola sure so this one is very focused on like literally being a company of one person i mean he says that but he constantly uses examples of how big companies used to be small. And I'm like, that does nothing for me. I, okay, overall, I learned tons from this book and yeah. I almost kind of loved it. But there are also, <laughs> I almost kind of loved it, tons of parts that I was like, this doesn't apply to me. I'm sick and tired of hearing things that, they're like this business used to be tiny and now they're this one thing so look at what you everybody could do. yeah and it's like no that's not the point yeah the point the, that, yeah. the point your book is called company of one stop giving me examples of, of how, how patagonia use yeah. it operates kind of like a company of one because they do this well, thing but i think isn't he also trying to st- to like draw parallels between like the perceived success of a giant company can be emulated. Yes. When you're an individual, like you don't have once you get over getting angry about it. Um, you're like, (laughs) okay, I got that. But part of me is also like, I would love a book that's written by someone who owns a business like you or me. Yeah. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. But who's going to buy that book? Yeah. Probably you and me and like four other people. (laughs) um (laughs) listen we'll write the book and we'll give it away if someone wants us to write the book who wants us to write the book okay i i don't (laughs) want to write the book but if somehow (laughs) if someone came to you and said if someone came to us and said to write this book we want this book written somehow emily and i will write this book fucking write it i I don't want to write it i know people who are writers (laughs) i'll hire rc he's a writer monica's also yeah there you go we'll make them write it monica will go on a retreat somewhere we'll go to the spa they'll write the book (laughs) (laughs) we'll come back we'll read it we'll say it looks good and then we'll send it to the publisher um okay done where is it going with that episode over (laughs) here here's like if anyone has a recommendation for a book that actually applies to businesses like ours that isn't that stupid handmade marketplace you can do anything did you make something with your hands congratulations (laughs) 
Yeah. None of those craft things. We are in this weird fucking category that yeah. probably isn't profitable. No, and that's why there isn't a book and for no it. No one wants to talk about it because they feel sad for us. But I think that um, we are at a weird place where we are significant in the marketplace well, and obviously, maybe we there could be a book when giant companies are stealing from us and coming after that's us true. and being like pretty please be in my dumb event that's Ooh, fake i've got stuff about that right this like, episode might be viable. five hours long oh, we shit. might need to like order pizza while we're doing this okay i can do that I okay got the internet so let's say by i got a phone you've listened to this much of the episode you're 15 in it. minutes you can't right? stop and you're like to it now i might have to get this book Emily has the physical copy here. What? I listen to the audio book because I've given up. I'm an on old lady who buys reading. actual books that are made from paper. I mean, I've got like at least 300 books in my apartment. But you don't buy new books. I do buy new but books. But you get books from the library. Um, yeah, but I have tons of new books. You do? Yeah. But not I mean, books like this? I don't want to buy business books. For oh. one thing, I never want to read or even listen to business shit. I don't. It's boring. Welcome to our podcast. <laughs> about I don't exactly like exactly that. Um, the other audiobooks I'm listening to are about murder this or book has an index. Like, I like listening to David Sedaris read his books. Oh, yeah, which totally. I've already read, but, but like I like to listen time. to him. Yeah, yeah, I've never listened to a fiction book. First no. of all, um, second of all, I hate business stuff. Hate it. It's because almost like all of the time it's so patronizing and literally you're listening to it or you're reading it and you're like, none of this applies to me. It, yeah. It's either I already know this or none of this applies like, to me. Those are the two right, things. It's either like this is so dumbed down that I'm embarrassed or... I don't own a giant corporation with employees that I have to manage. What are we right. talking about? And he goes through lots of that. Like the first four chapters. Yeah. I got that's nothing why I was from. saying that I, I almost got nothing. That's from. probably why I couldn't really muscle right. through it because the beginning of it's pretty slow. And yesterday morning I was like, Oh, this is going to suck. Like, I have to do this for the podcast yeah. until chapter five. Okay. Oh, and then so, shit got real. Let's say you're also like, yeah, all those things. I agree with those. Just skip to chapter five. I'm going to put this on my chest. What it, is that going <laughs> to work? Yeah. Do you think it's working? Uh, you sound, Do I sound less loud. What if it's like this? Okay. <laughs> it's actually <laughs> physically tough. I think you might have to hold it. Fuck. I don't want to have to hold it. I want to like rest it on my chest and just <laughs> possibly <laughs> fall asleep while you're talking. <laughs> I'm resisting okay. making a dirty joke. You can make a dirty joke. Mm. Where's chapter five? I need to find this. Do you know what it's called? No. Because I didn't have the book. Part two. Oh, I opened right to it. Determining the right mindset. Okay. Um. All right. So I guess we're just going to skip. I um, listened to the first few chapters while I was at Oh, the Patagonia gym. is right here on the first page. Yeah, I got a little tired of Patagonia. Um, Fuck you, Patagonia. Nobody likes your dumb <laughs> sweatshirts. <laughs> I I literally don't remember what most of my notes um, were from the first chapters because I was at the gym and just like <laughs> typing into my phone Aggressively as fast as I typing could. Notes. That didn't work. Um, I mean, at the same time, oh God, I hope these notes are good. <laughs> I have like <laughs> several pages of notes from listening to this yesterday, but I was working at the same time. So I was literally like 
putting down tools and scribbling, and scribbling out. something and then going back to what you were working on. So these are going to be the best notes. We're going to get into it. Do it. Okay. Just so start, he, just he talks a lot, a lot about <laughs> envy, which I'm like, Oh yeah, we've got, got major Check. problems with envy and yeah. um, how we need to take, take that and turn it into a learning experience and how, like instead of just sitting there and being angry about something how we're like well that that person has something that i want and how give how do it I to get me the thing that i wish <laughs> how do i get that you know i deserve it like, more than them taking a, a negative emotion and, and turning it into it like a yeah well so that i mean in envy could basically be imposter syndrome sure like that could be part of that for sure um everybody's like why not me why them why not me yeah and i feel like we all have that yeah and like just to resist it we you got it you probably have it reprogram your brain into being like oh that's really cool how do i get that um or realizing like why do you feel like that's cool like what about that makes you feel like that's the thing i think about is like if i see somebody like that they got a new store account or they're like in an event that I'm like, why can't I be in that event? Mm-hmm. Or why doesn't that store owner want to buy my stuff? Contact why, that store. Right? Apply like, to that event. Do your fucking job. Yeah, like, yeah. and nine times out of 10, like instead of just being like, Oh, I'm so sad and envious and mm-hmm. like feel disappointed in myself. I'm just kind of like, cool. Well, like think practically about that. Like they didn't just get that. Like yeah. they did X, Y, and Z to get to that opportunity. So like, why am I not, like, can't i just do that of course of course you can i think my things always have to do with money like yeah i'm really jealous of like i'll be like oh that person must have money i don't like don't know why i always go to that like i have this um thing against people that like just have money you know but how did they get the money like trust funds kids i have a trust fund you're a trust fund kid. Yeah, because my mom died when I was a child. I don't feel like you. Boom. Um, so it's not about trust funds. It's about those people. Okay. You know about the people who don't have jobs because they live off their trust fund. Oh, yeah. No. That's I what I mean. I mean, I would love to be one of those okay. people. So you're not a trust fund kid. Trust fund kid. But ref- I have a trust fund. Mm-mm. It <laughs> refers. I mean, I don't because it's gone now. But. Oh. <laughs> I did. Well, it doesn't count now. Does then. It? No, it only counts if you've like you could go just living off of it. If you could go your entire life living off of a trust. Well, fund. yeah, my mom was an English teacher, so <laughs> <laughs> so like it's not like she was the CEO of a Fortune 500 company and that's the trust fund yeah. I'm living off on. She had like a you know what I'm she had an to. Ohio teacher's pension, and yeah. my dad's an accountant. That's why I had a trust fund, right? But yeah, but you know, like you've always had a job, yeah. Okay. Because I had to. Yeah. I'm also referring to people who like just got to do something. That must be nice. Yeah. Can they give can and they like it's not their buy fault. stuff from our company? No. Like I have to like repeat to myself. It's not their fault that Does I. Does that change how you feel my, about them if it's not their fault? Like not, in, the intention is important. It's like not if, their fault that I ended up the way I did. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like whatever i 
So wait, I should you, feel lucky that I managed to get to the point where I'm at. When you say that you don't like people that just have money, yeah. How do you know that they just have money? No, I don't. I assume so. Ah. I assume so. I'm making this whole thing up in my head that so I wait, like hate so everybody, rich people. So everybody that you see that you're like, these people must have money. You're yeah. like, those assholes have a trust fund. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what your brain does. Yeah, I mean, trust fund is like a theoretical a concept. Yeah, 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 it's not. No, a real no one. Thing. I, I mean, trust me. I trust me. <laughs> I've learned from. <laughs> <laughs> You like oh you like that one. Michelle likes puns. I do. She really so likes much. puns. Oh my god. She also loves oh when you, when I do air quotes. She really likes air quotes. I broke the lead in my She pencil. broke her pencil based off of my trust pun. Um <laughs> We can't name the episode. Do you have trust to take a break? <laughs> no, because no one will get it. Oh we should just be the name <laughs> of the episode should be like Michelle loves puns. Where's my eye Kleenex? Oh, yeah. where's your eye Kleenex? Don't confuse it with your nose Kleenex. <laughs> I love that half of this is only going to be funny to us. No. 90% of it's going to be only <laughs> funny to us. Um, anyway, it's trust me. Um, <laughs> when, when I tell I, Steve that, he's going to like, gonna be like, assume yep. that I died yeah. of He'll laughter. be like, did you, did you fart out of your nose? <laughs> Good job. <laughs> I, I've definitely had my fair share of people be like the minute I say something about how I had a trust fund. I'm like, do you actually know what a trust fund is? Like, do you, or do you have weird stereotypical responses to like, Oh, you have a trust fund. Well then that means you have a million dollars. Some people have that paid for. Some and I'm people like, have that. there are yeah. different kinds of yeah. trust funds. Like my trust fund was based on my dad being an accountant and knowing that if something happened to either him or, like my dad, current there's currently a trust in my dad's name that if something happens to him, the beneficiaries of that trust are me and my brother. Should we all have trusts? Um, if you talk to my dad, the answer is yes. Oh, can I put like fifty dollars? You one can for Steve. So here's the funny thing: is I that, don't want him to I mean, kill me. This for episode it, is not supposed to be about no. trust funds. But so here's the thing: so my mom passed away when I was sixteen and had like a teacher's salary and at the time a teacher's salary was like thirty thousand dollars a year um but she had a pension for the ohio teachers association and money that my parents had been investing and literally for like i don't know 15 years after i turned 18 um i just got checks from my mom's trust fund but like significant enough to not to live off of yeah but if she had i think when people refer to trust fund yes. kids they refer but to that's ones the thing, that don't have to like, work that's the stereotype is like just because i have a trust fund doesn't mean i'm a trust fund baby yeah i don't think anyone thinks that i mean fuck them if they do yeah <laughs> because um, i don't <laughs> also i would be doing things a lot differently if i had a trust fund that i was like living off of i i mean when it comes down to it like i don't think it's a big deal or a problem if someone did get money that they used to then start their business you know yeah like you're the luckiest of that's all of what, us like thank god you did something good with it you know yeah like thank god you didn't just buy a shitty car right and like yeah. embezzle it or whatever the like like you my, didn't just frivolously yeah spend it on garbage like good job yeah the initial reaction is just like envy and jealousy and yeah well whatever, yeah because you would like to have like 
it would be nice to be like, cool, what would I, I mean, immediately start thinking of like, what would I do? If and I then like money? kicking myself because I could have had an inheritance that I gave up. But you denied. That's my fault. Um, so it's all on me. So it's, it's fault. like literally no one. <laughs> it's totally your fault. <laughs> like you shouldn't be embarrassed for being, <laughs> for having a trust fund. It's just jealousy on other people's parts. Yeah. Um, anyhow, and, and me being like, oh, like disappointed in myself for not being able to suck it up and stick it out for money. It's weird though. Cause like trust funds almost always come because someone died yeah like well, yeah and to be jealous of someone who had someone who died yeah yeah that's a shitty thing mm-hmm. yeah i mean there's been a f- only a f- handful of times when somebody has said something kind of like snarky to me about it and i'm like cool yeah i would rather my mom had sure. died i think so that's cool and then they're like oh never mind <laughs> i think <laughs> i like i really yeah, do sh- think that the like you should feel bad trust funds that people are referring to like hating those people yeah, are people like whose tru- parent, tru- parents who own like a movie like billion dollar companies yeah. and they just like you know don't work yeah. my mom taught uh english at a public high school <laughs> in sharonville ohio so <laughs> yeah yeah how much of a trust fund do you think that was um <laughs> i can't answer that <laughs> five that dollars. was no. no we got dark we did get dark. Fast. yes yeah but it's only um, dark it's only dark if i was like this is dark i don't i mean i don't care all right like people well, ask me hey, all the time about that shit and i'm like look they ask you all the time i mean people when they find out that my mom died like some people really don't understand that like you should just stop we've never talked questions. about that really no i didn't know that what do you want that know? was the first time you uh, told me anything about a trust fund oh, it's because i don't care <laughs> i um, mean now it's such a, it's like a different person's um, life i think it's because like i know you so i would never thought emily has a trust fund you're like she's <laughs> broke as shit <laughs> she like won't fix her basement because she doesn't have any money that's true no but i, I don't know <laughs> whatever it's stupid no I, it's definitely not what i'm thinking of i also don't um know any and also like if you have a trust fund whatever that's fine that's the thing too it's not your fault that i'm jealous of you i mean i think people are jealous of other people for all sorts of reasons that and most of them are made up Mm -hmm. like i think most people like the things that you're jealous of you want that guacamole artemis i think most people are jealous of things that are just like perceived yeah things right like especially because of social media stuff people are like Oh, well, if, if you're able to do this and you're like, I know for sure, like we've talked about this several times, like the people who are like constantly on vacation, Mm, mm, that's a better example. And I'm like, how are you always on vacation? How much money, like how much money are you making? Except you turn that around and be like, I should always be on vacation. And then how do I figure out how to always be on vacation? Maybe their vacations only cost like a thousand dollars. I could spend a thousand dollars like going on vacation. What's my excuse? Like maybe that's reflection upon like now that's me. a goal right i'm gonna be that person who goes on vacation yeah. instead of just hating people and being miserable like it's my like i'm the one that choose and what we were just talking about before we started recording about like we literally can get up and go wherever the fuck we want we don't have children that's true. we don't have anybody that's responsible for us do you want or that we're responsible for artemis what do you say 
Uh, I was going to try and get her to meow into the microphone. Like we're my favorite murder or something? No, it just seemed like a moment. She doesn't make that noise around me that often. Get in. She wants you to pet her. When she sits on the, when she sits on the armrest. I missed out. I didn't know that's what she wanted. Yeah, that's what she wants. She, that's where Josh sits. And so she'll come over and she wants you to. How come she's not downstairs? Because she loves you. She'll go downstairs eventually. Hmm. But she probably I think she's still actually like legit confused about him being home. Yeah. So that was one note. <laughs> we spent twenty minutes on it. About you being envious yeah. of people with trust funds. Yeah. But not me. Who are you? Well, I didn't know. <laughs> are you jealous of me now? No. Do you have envy? No. For my lavish you just lifestyle. Said that you don't have it anymore. I have a so lavish no. lifestyle. No, I don't have it anymore. <laughs> it's gone. So no, you don't count. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um no, I feel I don't know that I feel envious specifically of money things. Mm. I think I feel I feel specifically envy like most of my envy is like I guess notoriety is the oh. word. Like when people are getting mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. acclaim or like acknowledgement for like I did this or I did this. That would be like And I kind of want to be like I did that too. Nobody gave a shit. That's like social currency and that's also money. Okay, so I have social currency envy. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, I also am envious of people that have money because I'm like, why don't I have fucking more money? I would like some money. But then I also, almost always my feelings of envy about people's amount of money, I follow it up quickly with the thought that like I have a lot more money than a lot of people. Mm. Like I immediately well, go in the yeah, grand scheme like, of things. Like I'm Jesus, we should be grateful yes. for everything we have. Like just yeah. because I'm this, not, we're on, we have a fucking podcast, right? Like, like the fact we that we're sitting about? here on a Thursday yeah. afternoon, like not at not a working. fucking blue collar job where I'm like working in a factory assembling something. Yeah, fuck us. And like tomorrow, I don't have to be like, I wonder what, how I'm gonna afford my kids' college fund. No, no, fuck of course, Jesus. no. Like, it's just. It, like I grew up being around super rich people yeah. and we weren't. So yeah. I have, I just have it's this just like in innate yeah. hatred of like super rich people. I was telling people at work the other day that like for most of my childhood, I thought I was like when I was younger, I thought I literally thought that we were rich. <laughs> like I, con- I was constantly like, Oh yeah, this is like, we're rich. We have like a house and like my parents <laughs> have a car. And like, I just thought, I mean, it kind of is. You right. have a house yeah. and a car. Like, I just thought we were rich. I just got and like a we car. Went, like, we went on <laughs> and vacation I don't have a house. and like, what, I, you know, my parents both had jobs. Like, I just thought we were rich. And then I remember going, switching from middle school to high school and like having some new friends that were like actually rich <laughs> and going to their houses and being like, oh, fuck, you have a whole basement that just has a pool table in it. <laughs> like, what is this? Yeah. Like, oh, wait, this is what rich people are like. Like, I'm not rich. This is what rich people are like. Oh, man, this is a loaded topic. <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Company of One just turned into, like, Michelle and Emily's issues with money. Ugh, gross. Money sucks. What's the next thing? Go to the next thing. Okay. So he talks about how when you are a company of one that you need to know a little about a lot. Shit. And that you need to be more of a generalist than a specialist. Like that's actually better. Like you can't just 
know a ton about one thing. You've got to like be all yeah, you have the to be things. a jack of all trades kind of thing. Like marketing and yeah. photography yes. and social media. Yeah. You have and the make well accounting. So yeah, accounting. Yeah. He um himself does like computer things. So he's a nerd. <laughs> um I actually don't know specifically what it is he does. It's just like let's look. Service computer. He's a veteran of the online tech world, and over the years, he has had corporate clients such as Microsoft, Yahoo, Mercedes. That doesn't tell me anything. No. These days, he teaches online courses, hosts several podcasts, and develops software from his home on an island off the coast of British Columbia. Okay. I knew he was Canadian. (laughs) Um, uh, So he does, it's like a more of a service-based thing that he does. Yeah. Um, so he's not really factoring in hand making things no. to I any mean, of this. No one is. <laughs> no, I know no one is. That's why someone needs to give us a lot of money it's to write this book. There's too many people out there that make us look kind of like we might be a joke. There's still mm. too many people that are just like, no, I made this. And it's like, did you though? Yeah, I made it. <laughs> I'm loving this impression <laughs> and just like no for real. To see did more you make it? it? How much did you make? What? How did you make it? No, I just like made it in my house <laughs> with my hands. <laughs> cool. Can you explain your process to me? Yeah, it's like um, like I bought the materials for it and then I like made it into jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. That sounds really fascinating. Do you have any more details about that? Yeah, it's like metal, and then like I ma- and then I like put a price tag on it. Are you making fun of me? <laughs> I'm making fun of you specifically. This is my impression of Michelle. <laughs> I'm like, that's like my answer, Emily. <laughs> like that's how I run my business. <laughs> very, I'm very serious about it. Okay, so I'm seeing the these um like this list of things under that topic and cannot remember you don't know what any of it means no there were um one two three were four, you drunk five. when you made these notes no and now I, you're also drunk i was soldering while i made these notes <laughs> that doesn't answer my question <laughs> and so this is the second time this week someone has asked me if i was drunk when i was doing something and the answer was no what was the <laughs> other really time? What were you doing the other time? That's oh, Steve had asked me if I was drunk and I wasn't. When you were soldering? And then I <laughs> like mispronounced a word in my and response. Like, ah, ah. <laughs> and I was, I had nothing to drink. Come a hundred percent sober. You're like, no, sober. I'm just old and my brain yeah. is deteriorating at a slow pace. Yeah, it was <laughs> pretty funny. Okay. So, um, I think these are I like, like that your husband is asking you if you're drunk. He did ask me. Hey, sweetie, what's going on? Oh, how's your day today? Are you, are you drunk? <laughs> I, my response was no, but maybe I had a hallucinogenic, genetic sweet potato. I called it a hallucinogenic sweet potato. What's a hallucinogenic sweet potato? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I had had for dinner. So I was you joking had a sweet that potato maybe. For dinner? Yeah. That's weird. Not, did you eat anything else? You just had a sweet potato? I had some salad. You had a sweet potato and some salad? That's like my favorite dinner. <laughs> You're so weird. <laughs> You're just a weirdo. Um, 
Yeah. No, I was joking because I got the sweet potatoes at the farmer's market and I was joking that maybe it was like oh, hallucinogenic. Yeah. Maybe they're like bionic sweet Except potatoes. Except for I accidentally said hallucinogenetic. I like that because you had to, you actually <laughs> added like more syllables <laughs> unnecessarily. Yeah. Okay. So there are these uh, five things that he said that are um, that we have to do as small business owners, like that we have to know they're important psychology. Right. So like, yeah, knowing duh. what your customer thinks. Yeah. Also dealing with people. Uh, communication. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, resilience. Oh, yeah. um, and I wrote down because business is a guess. So you have to get good at bouncing back. Yeah. Because dumb shit happens and you can't like be you're like, going to constantly fail. Me. Yeah. And like yeah. get back up. Yeah. Um, focus, um, which he described as uh, saying no. Yeah. I like that. And I like that, saying like no. I, I wrote that specifically down because focus sounds like, you know, just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just pay attention to what you're doing. But he meant it as saying no to all the things that don't apply that don't yeah don't fit lose your the focus, focus of your goal so that you can say yeah. yes to the things that do like fit in no. maybe that'll be the title of our book say something about saying no yeah fuck you no the art of saying no and hey if our book has the word fuck in it it's gonna be spelled oh, out as yeah. fuck no there's no fucking, fucking asterisk Maybe that's the name of the book. No asterisk. No fucking asterisk. No fucking asterisk. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I feel like fuck needs to be in the name of the book. Yeah, but it's if like a whole a thing now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Is because that how you spell it? asterisk. Sure. Asterisk. Yeah. Risk. I yeah, you do. R I S K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay. It's important that you know how to spell. You've spelled asterisk. Asterisk. Asterisk and obelisk. I don't no, know how to spell I'm too old obelisk. You know that cartoon? No, I was thinking it, of it more like um, the like monolith. Yeah, from that's what he's named after. It's like a ro- they're like Roman like gladiator people, but it's a cartoon from oh. like the eighties. I don't know the eighties. That's when I was alive. The 80s. Okay, Asterix and Obelisk. Hmm. We'll see if anybody knows what I'm talking about. I don't. The people who are forty and over know what I'm talking about. Okay. Uh, okay that was focus What's decisiveness oh yeah like that okay we all obviously know that so those were the five things but then he talked about i guess at the time i thought this was another thing because i'm listening to the book not reading it <laughs> like you can't Boo. hear paragraphs <laughs> and the next thing he started talking about the every day i'm hustling he actually said that which is why i wrote it and you're like i hate you yeah and i'm like oh no like, no i hate this book and i don't want to listen to it anymore yeah um, but then it turns out he also hates the hustle cu- culture, Michelle which is wrote, like our theme for the. She other. wrote every day I'm hustling hyphen boo, dude. I'm doing other things. <laughs> it had to be fast. Boo. I'm lucky I got all those like other it, words because you could have written like no or like hate it, but you wrote boo. <laughs> <laughs> like that's good. I like it. For real. Maybe okay. that's the title of the book. Every day I'm hustling. Like, boo. boo. <laughs> I'm. So <laughs> he, like he said, I think I got this quote right. Um, when hustling turns sleep n- sleeplessness into a badge of honor, it's time for a break. Oh, yeah. And we've done that. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, that's the thing is like it used to be, I think when that hustle term started happening, it was supposed to be this thing of like, no, I'm just I'm doing the work and I'm getting stuff done. And it was very positive. And now it's just become like it has these connotations of being really tireless and like exhausting yourself and like kind of ruining your life. I think all like a bunch of us all got caught up in the hustle movement at the same time yeah. and all at the same time. Now we were, we're all like, like no, no, fuck you. We can't do it anymore. Yeah. This was a terrible idea. I mean, the hustle movement kind of led directly to the self care movement. Yeah. Where everybody's like, nope. And now we've like, this is a we're waste. like, okay, self care didn't work either. Now we're full on anti hustle. Yes. Just yeah. like fuck the hustle. I'll, Sorry, we if I have said, time to take a bath, yeah. I will try to fit it in. Yeah, but also, I'm just gonna do what I, I think. Need we're to back do. to work smarter, not harder. Yeah, just do your job. Like my thing is always just like just <laughs> do your job. Like fuck, like treat your business like it's your job. Yeah, like if you worked for every at every moment, because if you're like struggling with something, like imagine that someone else is your boss mm. would they fire you or would they give you a raise i think one of the quotes on our postcards is oh, if yeah. i were if I my boss, boss i'd fire yeah, myself i would fire I fire, would fire me. me yeah way to go that was your quote that was my quote it's true though like <laughs> if you start to change your attitude a little bit instead of being like sure i'm self-employed and i can do whatever i want like if that you just has been my it, attitude for yeah. like five years like if you literally treated it like if i showed up every day and someone else was my boss and they were saying this and this and this needs to get done would i be working up to their expectations or would i be a lazy piece of shit that should probably get fired I mean, I wasn't lazy, just not productive. Like, like if someone was like, more I have to pay you for 80 yeah. hours. Like, wouldn't but you, you be more productive yeah. if you were working for some, if you literally were like, I'm a person that shows up at someone else's jewelry studio and assembles jewelry for them all day mm -hmm. and then does some social media marketing work for them and then like puts out some invoices. Would I have gotten twice as much work done today because I was working for them? Yeah. Or like, thinking about the amount of time you worked as like billable hours yeah. and also factoring that into your pricing yeah like if we treated our own businesses more like they were someone else's business mm. i think we would all be a lot more efficient and i think we would pay ourselves better yeah. and i think we would produce more and probably be a lot happier i would like to stop making the joke or steve making the joke that my boss is a bitch <laughs> we both make the joke your boss is a hard ass like it's not also, helping it's also it's like funny to if us. you were working for someone else too like yeah wouldn't you expect a certain amount of vacation days would you expect to work seven hours a seven days a week 16 hours a day no of no course not. i mean the problem you is you would go home you would clock out you would be yeah. done for the day the job i had before that was like I worked way more. Yeah, than but you I hated it have. and you quit. I didn't totally hate it though. But you quit. I just wanted to do something else better or more. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, so he references they did an actual study in which they um concluded that workaholics don't actually outperform people who work a regular like yeah, work week. I buy that. So I don't remember the study. All I wrote down was workaholics don't perform outperform yeah so this whole like i work a million hours thing 
means absolutely yeah. nothing. Does not result in which we've both. Yeah, I feel like it's an identity I've clung to, and I gotta yeah. like. Yeah, I, I that, tear that down. My thing, like being a workaholic and also being a perfectionist, I um, need to get rid of. Oh, for sure. Um. Oh, okay. So he gave. I have a lot of like, uh, but you know, for yeah, yeah, this, yeah. his examples. Um, he's also, talking about this company that like doesn't require their employees to work forty hours or a nine to five. Like they just like, hey, we've got this job. We trust get the job you to done. Show up. Right. And I'm like, that's great because that's essentially what I'm doing. Like just getting the job done. Yeah. And it, that that works as long as it doesn't result in working 60 to 80 hours. Like right. I can see yeah. like in a lot of it's jobs, working 40 hours means you get the job done in 30 hours and there's 10 hours of just fucking off busy work time. Right. Except for... I think when it comes to our types of jobs, if we don't like pressure ourselves to get a project done, we will work 80 hours. So yeah. I, that that's a scenario that yeah, like, I get that that applies yeah. to other jobs. I can see how that is we'll liberating. Just keep working we'll just make it like, worse. We need to be working. Right. We'll yeah. just fuck the whole thing up. Yeah. So that's definitely an example of like, I get it. I don't think that applies to people who make their products. Yeah. Um, It just proves that people who make their products have to have like a stricter schedule about like, this is when you do these tasks. This is when you do these tasks. And like, this is when you have time off so that you're not just being like, I need to keep working. I just need to keep working and doing this over and over again. Um, Okay. So this bit I wrote down anyway, but I got frustrated. Did I write that down? I wrote down some frustrating things. He started talking about being a leader. And I'm like, who are we leading? This Myself. book is the company of one. No, he talks a lot about having employees. Oh. And I'm like, I the book is called <laughs> Company of One. Not company which of apparently seven. is just a theoretical concept oh. to him. Yeah. Right. Frustrating. Yeah. I went back and forth between being like, this is fucking frustrating. I mean, it, and like the tagline to the book is why staying small is the next big thing in business. Sure. Um, so it's again, that thing of like, you're just treating it a certain way. You're not actually. Oh, I did write that. <laughs> power paradox you talked about for a while and how the qualities that lead you to be a good leader diminish once you become a leader and then i wrote isn't this book called company of one (laughs) why are we talking about leaders like at this point i'm not in love with it i'm still mad right (laughs) yeah 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 he hasn't warmed you up yet no i like we'll i'll figure out i think it's soon that i fall in love with some point you're like this is great halfway and i fall in love with it um i think we already knew this he talks about how acquiring new customers is more expensive than um keeping Keeping a customer existing ones happy i think we kind of we know that but also don't act on that sure no that's true like because we're all like more followers no fucking deal with followers you have like reward the people that are yeah yeah paying attention to you that's a thing that we all knew but let's reiterate it yeah um oh okay and then he starts talking about your purpose which is when we kind of get into this whole like branding thing 
like What's i have your a personal brand? i have a new perspective on the word branding yeah because maybe i can make it mean something else when do i do i <laughs> maybe make a i can note change about that? it entirely um okay so this whole other this whole next section i think kind of relates to branding so he said that you should build your business based on your purpose. So let's all think about what the purpose of our business is. And don't get weird and existential about how you don't have a purpose. No, this because is not the time for that. And it's hard because his purpose, he has like a, you need my service purpose. And we're all like, we make this thing that you don't really yeah, need yeah, yeah. thing. But so figure out something but like i was mine's saying gonna be for episode, feeling confident about yeah, yourself because like, you have jewelry there's clearly like remember that even at the base level like there's a market for the thing you're doing like even if you don't want to get into like what is the real world purpose for what i'm doing yeah. like calm down we can't do that like, it's that's, not that's, gonna it's work not real it's just gonna make you feel bad like yeah the think about it in a at a basic human need like emotion level i'm like, trying to think of our, how we would describe that if we were writing like a book because that's not it, how we would say it like what what emotion are you providing what feeling in people mm. are you making people feel happy are things pretty are you making art are you making the world a beautiful place are you making people's homes a beautiful place are you making people connect like i think in the last episode when i was saying like I can be like, cool, nobody needs greeting cards. Mm -hmm. But guess what? Like, even though greeting cards aren't a pervasive all over the world, everybody's constantly sending greeting cards to each other. There's this tiny niche market of people who connect with other human beings with greeting cards. Okay. So, and so there are human like connection. people that um, love lettering, people that yeah. love paper, they love people printing that, processes. They stationary. think that that's an art. Yeah. They love collecting it and seeing it and touching it and sending it. They love the art of writing. Those are things that are real. Like same with like collecting accessories and fashion yeah. and stuff. And also like, expressing yeah. yourself and being stylish and having fashion sense and having confidence and going to a job interview or going to an event that's important that you look a certain way. Like you have to remember that like just because you think you're trivializing trivializing stuff like doesn't mean that it's not real. Like mm -hmm. that's real. Like no one can deny that like jewelry is a billion dollar industry. Mm. Like stationery is a billion dollar industry. Like don't pretend like just because you want to say like oh i'm not feeding the homeless sure. with my product yeah it doesn't mean that you're not important or yeah. valuable or that you don't have a purpose i like to think of it as we're giving people um a like a good option for like they want this thing right yeah want yeah not need. need want and we're giving them an option to give their money to a person instead yeah. of a corporation and also like remember that you that even though you think that what you do maybe isn't impressive or unique like think about how many people you know how many people can you name in your life that can do what you do mm -hmm. is it none it's probably none it's probably three like it's not every single person you know doesn't design jewelry mm -hmm. and design castings and have like 
know how to weld metal together. Like, weld. do you know what I mean? Well, solder. <laughs> but like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think people take for granted their own skill set and diminish it really sure. quickly and say like, well, anybody could make soap. Anybody can make candles. Anybody yeah. can draw a word on a card. Anybody can make a necklace. That's not true. No, I mean, think about your customer who is specifically chosen to not give their money to Target. Yeah. They gave it to they you. They gave it to you because why? They like the design of what you did. They like the color that you chose. And they, they like, like you. you as a person. Yeah. They we'll like get into what that. you represent. Like, remember that your purpose isn't just food, shelter, water. Yeah. That bullshit. The, your purpose yeah. can be... It can be more superficial and not have that doesn't have to yeah. mean that it's not important. So like, yeah. And then his next thing was like, your purpose is important to your customers. So you yes. need to know what it is. And, and then you, you didn't make to sure they know people. it. Yeah. Because yeah. it is important. It's what def- like separates us from yeah. the big corporations. Yeah. And it's We're what separates now us. trying to pretend that they are us. Right. So. And it's what separates us from like common everyday people mm-hmm. who don't make something and don't have a job where they create product or have art or are designing something like that's a those are different kinds of people um this next section i loved um because it sounded like um something we would rant about um so he talked about how a lot there's this whole um idea that you should be able to um make build a business make a career doing the thing that you're passionate about right that's like a whole thing i'm going to turn my passion into my career but he argues that passion follows mastery so that's the thing that you're really good at and then you become passionate about it so you have Mm. to have the skill first you have to like nail this thing controversial yeah be really good at it and because you're really good at it you've mastered it now you're passionate about it i've never really thought about that but that actually like applies directly to my experience he said because some people feel entitled to success for only having passion like i definitely like got i became good at graphic design and lettering kind of by accident Mm. and then was like i'm really good at this and it was only then that i was like i i'm now obsessed with everyone else that does this like i i wasn't like i'm obsessed with lettering artists like i didn't know a single i didn't know lettering was even a thing Mm. until five years ago really five years ago i was like doing graphic design and like like drawing lettering has and like doing things with fonts and like doing type manipulation and i understood typography yeah understood like the idea of like designing a typeface but like i didn't follow a bunch of lettering designers and then be like i'm gonna buy some lettering pens and like draw some words like i just started being like hmm cool i'm doing all these font things and like honestly a bunch of people were like stealing shit and i was like cool how do i prevent people from Mm. stealing shit well i need to make things be my original artwork instead of a font and then i started like drawing letters 
copying a sketchbook and drawing them in the computer and vectorizing type and like doing type manipulation and then being like, cool, now people can't steal this because they can't claim that it's theirs because I drew it. And it's like, that's an interesting take on Mm -hmm. like realizing that you can kind of become passionate about something or obsessed with something like after the fact. Yeah. He said you, you shouldn't feel entitled to make money off of your passions. Like you can Mm -hmm. be passionate about something and not have mastered it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's yeah. I mean, that's also goes to the point of like me wanting to do more like paper goods things and like book binding and box stuff. Like I'm certainly not, I'm like, I'm good at it, but I'm not a master. But also, like, I should just be doing that because it's something I like doing. Not yeah. because I'm like, oh, I'm great at this and I should be getting rewarded for it somehow. Yeah. At the same time, like, I would, like, I'm constantly trying to look for the next thing I can learn how to do. And it's not even, yeah, that sort of contradicts it. Because I don't really want to learn how to do something properly ever. <laughs> third of my thing is like oh that's the gist of it I'm going to take that information and do it my way and hope it turns into something that no one else is doing Yeah, it's sort of like the only thing I've been able to like as a um, technique for developing new designs is being like well I don't know how to do that and I don't want to do that but that I can do and let's Let's use all of this information to turn it into this one thing that no one else is doing because that's not how you're supposed to do it. Right. And that's how it ends up working. Yeah. I don't know. Like you should keep learning how to do new things, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, I think about that a lot with like pretty much every, you know, up and coming lettering person has a fucking iPad pro and an Apple mm, pencil mm -hmm. and does everything digitally into a device. And and you don't want to, I just like, it's not even that I don't want to, it's like, I don't, that's not how I work. So don't, yeah, it would literally be like, I've been in an oil painter for 42 years and now everybody's doing acrylic. So I'm just going to now be an acrylic painter. Like, no, that's Mm -hmm. not like I do it this way. And if it works for me, it works for me. Like, why am I feeling, don't force yourself to work. Like, so I'm going to buy a like $500 thing and like, teach myself how to use this like it's just, unless it's, that's what works for you like, I, it's just yeah. like it's exhausting and I'm just like yeah. why do I ca-? and so I don't know just a couple months ago I was like I don't care about mm-hmm. this anymore like I don't care about comparing myself to these people that's great that you can show a bunch of like process videos of you drawing shit into a tablet mm-hmm. but like that's not it I, doesn't work for it doesn't you. work for me yeah it doesn't work for me at all it makes me frustrated it doesn't the end result is not the way I want it. Mm-hmm. I should just keep doing things the way I do things. Like right. what it's, if it's not broke, don't fix it. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. Like I think some people like, I guess I can um, do this more for your thing, but like some people grew up with doing it this new yeah. way. Yeah. And you didn't. No. So like we didn't, you have don't the internet have when I was to, in college. So like, I don't know yeah. if I like, why am I buying an iPad pro? Like, I'm mm. sorry. I'm 40 years old. I've been drawing shit with markers on paper for 20 years. That's what, that's how it is. Yeah. 
And like, maybe that's a thing that makes me unique now. Mm -hmm. Like maybe that's yeah, a yeah. thing that I should push Sometimes and be like, doing it the wrong cool, way. I'm doing it wrong. Is, yeah. Get over it. Yeah. And like, I'm also not apologizing mm, for that it. That would be in our book, doing it the wrong way. Yeah. I'm going to write it down in case someone does contact in us about doing a book. Somebody's like, do you I'm guys want a book down deal? doing it. Like, I don't care about everybody being like, this is the template brush I, I used added on purpose so that <laughs> yeah. I know what that means. <laughs> so later. later you're not like, what the fuck was I trying to say? Cause I think I might read that and be like, Oh yeah, we're always doing things the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> it would be doing the wrong way and wrong would be in quotes. Oh, sure. We can add that yeah, too. Put quotes in there. Um, put in quotes. It's just, I don't know. It's just like there, and maybe it's like an age thing, but like there's a certain point where I'm just like, yes and no. I think you could be young and being like, I don't yeah, want to do that. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Like I don't fucking care about your opinion. Don't or do it your the way that, everyone else is doing yeah. it just because of that. Yeah. Like have a reason. Have be like, I specifically want to learn how to do that. And I'm moving forward. Like it's already open. Oh, okay. I already drank some out of it. Can I open this with one hand? No. Let's see. Are you doing it? No. No, it's Stop literally not moving. moving. <laughs> You're fucking hilarious. Hey, uh, I wanted to see if I can open a bottle of wine with Do you want me hand. to try it again? No. Can you close it? No, just pour it into my glass. <laughs> just Sh give me more wine. Stop. Yeah. Stop stalling. That's good. That's oh, God. That's like a gallon of wine in my I cup. spilled it on the table. Here. Did you? Yep. I sure did. I don't see it. I'll clean it up later. <laughs> It'll be a good disinfectant for the table. Um, <laughs> yeah, why? I don't know. I think do it like just do like. There's a lot of self consciousness that the internet has brought up in everybody. I have that like, too with metalsmithing. Like, yeah. oh, I don't make that thing things. from scratch yeah. because that doesn't look enjoyable <laughs> to me, and I can buy that thing already done. <laughs> I mean, even like when I see someone who makes their own ear, ho ear hooks, oh, yeah. I'm like, fucking shoot me if I had to make my <laughs> ear hooks. I buy them 500 at a time. Yeah. There's no way. <laughs> There's no way I would make those. And However, I think, people, I think you're a fucking badass if you make yeah. them. <laughs> and hopefully they're being very clear. In I their hope they're branding. charging enough it, for right. it. Hopefully their prices yeah. reflect that. Hopefully their branding and their marketing is like, the, this is how we make a pair of earrings. Yeah, Check you should shit show out. I mean, and the people I'm thinking of do show it. That's yeah. how I see it. Yeah, you should show it because you should be like, I'm pointing out that this is different. Yeah, most people don't more. do this. I'm crazy. Yeah. I make this. I'm thing. a lunatic. Pay yeah. for it. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. I mean, it's true I'm not of, a lunatic in that way. <laughs> it's true of like a lot of things where like, I mean it goes back to what we talk about time and time again about like showing your process and showing what you're actually doing and mm. what effort is going to the things because we are battling against a bunch of shit. That's like, who knows how the fuck it was made besides that, besides the people that are shady and trying to masquerade as us, yeah. we're having to deal with the fact that big businesses have realized that there's money in, yeah. in, um, in the maker community. Yeah. And like, masquerading as us <laughs> and also pretending like they support us while at the same time stealing directly sure. from us and then we're also being told all the time like be more like big businesses which i there are There's things we can things. steal from yes, them of course 100 percent. yeah but like to 
we'll get into it later. I think I took notes on that, but he talked about it. Everyone should just get this book from the library or something or get the audiobook, whatever. Um, okay. So you can this buy it on Amazon for sure. Like nothing. Or go to your local bookstore. What? Fuck you, Emily. Am getting it on Amazon. I did get it on Amazon. Go to the bookseller or women and children first. That's what it's called, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I'm like, did I totally mess that up? That's no, not the bookstore from Portlandia, yeah. right? No. <laughs> For a second, I accidentally thought that I named. No, what's that? Sh- what's that shop called? That doesn't have children in the name. Is it just? Women like and women. women, women. I first. think it might be women, women and, and women. women. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I knew it was very similar, have, and I'm they like, wouldn't oh have God, that book. did I just name the no. bookstore? They wouldn't Portland, have yeah. that book because it's written by a man. I've bought books from both bookstores and other like, it's probably at a used bookstore. Go to um, get the book. Just get the book. The the bookstore open books. I love that bookstore. It's used bookstores and you can call them up they have an actual database which is unusual for a used bookstore the database for them to even have a computer yes you can ask (laughs) them do you have this and it's in a computer yeah it's pretty sweet um okay so i think this is the next chapter because it changes topics and i loved it because i'm writing this down with my notebook on my lap sitting in front of my soldering stuff and I wrote down single tasking greater than multitasking. Better for productivity. <laughs> this feels very ironic as I'm soldering, listening to the audiobook, and taking notes. <laughs> like basically everything I'm listening to, I'm doing it's it wrong. Me, I'm doing this do wrong. This. Stop doing this. But stop multitasking. Like, it's not a thing I'm gonna do all the time. And uh, like I'm never going to, I don't do that. I don't that's multitask why, while I'm soldering. That's it why you're supposed twice to do as long. the Pomodoro thing. I, I know you've mentioned it and Where I you like don't remember do it. Do something for 20 minutes. You take a five minute break. You do something for 20 minutes. You take a five minute I break. I can't do that. Like, do you set a timer for uh-huh. 20 yeah. minutes? They have an oh, app. They have an annoying. app that like sets it for, you know, that's like those increments of time, but it's supposed to be that it's compartmentalizing your like you're supposed to be maximizing those small amounts of time. Twenty doing minutes things. seems ridiculously small to me. Well, but it's supposed to be that you decide what those things are. So like maybe you're saying like I need to do like you need to really f- go really deep with like how specific each task is. So like you would say I'm gonna do five of this necklace in this twenty minutes, and then I'm gonna take a break, and then I'm gonna do five more in this next twenty minutes. Like you're supposed to really section it out. So that you're being really efficient with your time. Okay, that would work if I get to a place where I'm just like refilling inventory. Yeah. Which is where I'd like to be next year. But right now I'm still like making the stuff that needs to ship out next Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Like tomorrow morning I need to change out my tumbler. It's supposed to be (laughs) so that you keep track of your time really. Sure. Like you have a focused way. Instead of being like, oh, an hour just went by and I only did this. Mm. It's supposed to be like you kind of get a little check-in every 20 minutes to be like, where did I finish that? Do I need to work faster in the next 20 minutes? And then, and it's I also think you probably start like, with more time and then narrow it down. Yeah. Like starting out, I can't imagine doing it more than like checking in it um, like halfway through the day. Yeah. That's like not, that's, that's like totally defeats the purpose. I don't check in with <laughs> myself at all. But yeah, that's what I think that's what the point is, is that you're supposed to, 
You're like checking in with myself halfway through the day would be huge because well, you definitely need to do that. My attitude is always I'll work until whenever I have to work to get it done. Yeah. So. But do you think you would work more efficiently if you yeah. paused and said, like, yeah, did but I get like what if I, I to if it was done? 20 minutes, I'd be like, I did nothing. I did absolutely nothing. I think their theory is that you will get like within those hour chunks hour maybe an hour but i'm saying they're 20 minute five minute 20 minute five minute like if in that chunk of time that you're supposed to get like twice as much done because you're working more efficiently (sighs) okay i'll have to think about it because like (laughs) i i I mean i don't really know like i don't feel like your work works this way either but like i don't necessarily finish any one thing in a day I no, start yeah. a lot of things one day and then a couple days later when I, I do finish it, those when things. When I do the Pomodoro thing, it helps me when I have like a ton of shit on my plate where I'm like, I have to email a bunch of people. I have to like do a bunch of updates to my website. I have to like pack a bunch of orders, but none of them have like an immediate deadline. None of them have like a, this has to be done today deadline. They're just like, I'm trying to move through these things it makes it so that I work on all of them evenly instead of like waste four hours putzing around on my website when I should have switched over and started working. And it also like gives my brain a break from like working on my website, burning myself out on that and then not working as efficiently. I'm just going to say it. Pomodoro makes me want spaghetti. Well, it's, it means tomato. (laughs) <laughs> I can't. I'm like you keep saying pomodoro, pomodoro and I'm like mm, spaghetti pomodoro <laughs> means tomato why on earth is it called that then um I don't know you want me to google because I honestly thought I'm like maybe because a pomodoro sauce gets <laughs> is made like really fast and fresh like it's fresh tomatoes and basil and olive oil and it's like a fresh tomato sauce so I thought maybe that's ready? what it referred to. The Pomodoro technique is a time management method developed by Francesco Cirillo in the late 1980s. The technique uses a timer to break down work into intervals, traditionally 25 minutes in length, separated by short breaks. So he just named it that because he's Italian? It's a tomato timer. Oh, okay. It's the so he had a tomato timer? Um... It says what would have been named if he pom- had one of those garlic timers? It would be called a garlic time, garlic go, <laughs> pomodoro kitchen timer, or an egg after, timer. After which the method is named. They're all like kind of Italian-y things. What other timers do they make? Isn't there shaped one, like fruits? Isn't there one that's an egg? Well, I said egg. Oh, yeah. There's one that's an egg. There's one. Yeah. There's probably a garlic one. I've seen a garlic one. I feel like should I Google no. timers that are shaped as things? No. <laughs> going to okay okay oh i this next thing i really loved we're getting into the part of the book that i was like oh i gotta write this down (laughs) i'm cut this is the weirdest thing like i was so set up to hate this book and then i loved it and And then then i kind of like hated it again oh but i'm still like you know what it was good overall it was good good. overall it was good that's a good uh that is a really good review. review for me Le- okay, there's a lemon timer. A lemon, of course. There's a timer that's shaped like an apple. Okay. Garlic, it, you already got. I thought I saw a garlic one. Um, there's another apple one. Mm-hmm. Th- Is there uh, like a goose or a duck or something? There's a bunch of ones that are like cats. Oh, cats. 
Of course, cats. But that's because people Fucking like cats. Love cats. You know, whoever d- there was this period where I feel like there weren't cat things, and now there's like an insane amount of cat genius. Things. We all got right? rid of our shame about being cat. Yeah, ladies. I think that's great. I mean, I'm not a cat person, but I think it's great that you there pro- are now I think cat you things. Are a cat person? You I'm just a don't cat. Have a cat? No, no, no. I'm a cat, <laughs> so I want a dog. So you can't be a cat person. Yeah, you're, you are because I a am cat. a cat. I think we covered our bases on the timer shapes. Okay. Lemon, tomato, <laughs> apple, garlic. garlic. All right. <laughs> so they're like <laughs> Italian-ish things. I, yeah. I mean, eggs aren't, but all purpose. lemons feel. Yeah. Lemons yeah, are pretty all-purpose. Ital- I don't know. Yeah. 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 All right. So <laughs> where the Got that fuck the were we? Okay. I love this. He said that we should do a product productivity audit once or twice a year. Oh. In which for a week... We record our activity. Oh, shit. That's what you're going to do with your nine to five. I think so. And then we make a stop doing list from that week. I like so this. So like stop doing this thing. I love that stop doing list okay, is what wait. he called so it. So for a whole so week. So once we, or twice a year. We write down what like we mid-year did Like mid-year or end of year. We're recording our whole activity. It's kind of like a food journal. Yeah. For, for our making work. Shit. Yeah. yeah. So like to... If we have it scheduled, we're not like, eh, I think I need to do this. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's not you have to be like, like a food journal is more like, June. I feel like shit. I need to do this now. No. In June, yeah, we, this week, we do an audit we're and we're doing it. And then in December, we're doing we're it. Do- okay. So then when do you evaluate it right away? We're, yeah, I think right away. You look at it you after it, the week's over. You look over. at it and you go, I'm a fucking asshole. I gotta stop doing <laughs> these things. And you make your stop doing list. Oh, I like. I might do this like, I might schedule this. I thought that, that was helpful. Soon. Yeah. Well, we're, we're at this midpoint. This is perfect. We're in the midpoint of the year. Alright, cool. Um, so we're, um. Wait, what's the week you're gonna do your 9 to 5? Um, not next week, but the following week. So maybe. So I should also. Except for we don't know when the fuck this is airing. So June seventeenth. <coughs> so this might. I'm ar- starting. We might already be past that. Yeah. By the time this airs, we don't know. It doesn't matter. But maybe what I'm thinking is may is maybe I also do like a okay, okay productivity audit that same week, and we then we can like compare notes. On what we, on what our fucking problem is. I'm already <laughs> like, okay, obviously you're going to stop playing solitaire in the middle of the day <laughs> because you don't want to write it down that you had to do that. But that's the, that's the good thing about the Pomodoro. I, the Pomodoro five minute is break way too fucking a- intense for me. <laughs> <laughs> but you could stop and take your five minute break and play solitaire for five minutes and then go back to work. I would rather have an hour break in the middle of my day than a million five minute breaks. All right. I'm just saying. But are you going to do that? I'm no, I mean like even like food wise, like you, (laughs) I, I would like to eat like in the middle, you know, like have one solid break instead of like trying to sneak my, like lunch into five that have minute to do break. With pomodoros. Everything I do has to do with my lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> Does that's intense. Yeah, but you don't want to do the pomodoro thing. No, All even right. though it's named after a tomato, you would think I'd be like, oh, yeah. yeah, oh, it's named the after thing food. That's named after food. I'll do, I'll do that. I'm in. No, I don't know. 
Yeah, right. that that's right. contradictory. That's that's fine. Oh, I. I was excited to bring this up because I think that you are going to disagree with it, but it was like, Oh yeah, that's my thing. He said, we make bad decisions when we're short on time, too busy to think and struggling to manage obligations. And I feel like you always say you work best when you're short on time. And I'm like, I'm a raving idiot when I'm short. I get real like intensely efficient. That is so crazy. I'd love to know what other people feel about working like up to the last minute. Like if because I have I'm a just deadline, dumb. I'm just like, yeah, bust it out. Well, sure. Like I like having a deadline, but if I'm working like within 24 hours of my deadline, I'm going to break everything. I can't do it. Yeah. I don't really have that problem. I just have like, I will say, so like Julie and I have been working on like my like long ass term schedule thing of like figuring out like when shit needs to get done for show of hands mm. and for mm-hmm. orange beautiful mm-hmm. and like all the way into December and like I figuring like out like when do things need to start and can we back up from these dates like way further than we have in the past. I um, like it because there are certain things that like I do at the very last minute for show of hands that like don't need, there's no reason. Sure. Like there's no reason that it needs to be done. So last minute. Mm -hmm. So like, I understand that there's not, I'm not trying to like make myself do things last minute or on a time crunch, but I do know that when I do things on at the last minute, I tend to just be like really like there's much more energy behind it than when I'm like, calmly you know like oh i have weeks till this has to be done but what if you could just enjoy that moment and not be working yeah well so the other thing about backing stuff up from show of hands is that if we're pushing our pr stuff further like i need to be fully available that last like week and a half before the show to be like at like the night before somebody can be like do you want to be on tv there you go like I need to be able to be like, yep, I have nothing scheduled. Absolutely. That's I'm smart. going to wake up in the morning at 5 a.m. and drive to WGN and look fucking awesome. Yeah, because you're done with everything Because I don't have anything else to do. So smart. So I'm trying to be on top of shit that doesn't have. Yeah. Like when there's no reason for it you to be last You can do minute, that. Yeah. yeah. Like shit like the tote bags and stuff. Yeah. You can just make that up. Can literally earlier. be done next week. We'd rather the deadline be earlier yeah. i think as long as we know it's earlier well, right. and so i you feel like have to tell if us. i'm just telling people <laughs> things earlier and moving yeah. things up people will just fall into like what they need to do and if it means that i am better rested and i don't have a mm. fucking migraine during the show and i d- i'm not stressed out and i can go and promote the show and be the face of the show like that's invaluable. I think um, as someone who runs the show, you should definitely have like a week, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're like done and yeah. now you're just doing all the fluff and, stuff. And even if I don't have scheduled actual press things, like mm-hmm. I should be every just available day walking, going to neighborhoods and like handing out posters sure. and like sh- talking to people and inviting people to or the like show. Or like just and attached to social media. Yeah. Just constantly. Yeah hosting a giveaway and like going and talking to people going to a shop and whatever so i'm trying to make sure that that last week has literally no sure deadlines um i was real 
like I do this most of the time. I'm usually like free the whole day of that Friday. Yeah. Show, show of hands is the only three day event I do. Yeah. I mean, what other three day event is there? No, none. Yeah. So I make sure that I'm not doing shit on Friday. Friday is all about me in the morning and then we start setting up at two or yeah. whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and this is, I should, God, stop talking, Michelle. Um, <laughs> the do you want me to take your mic away from the, you? The holiday show of hands. Yeah. Which I've not applied for. But obviously <laughs> I'm considering like I, I, it's in my schedule. Right? Yeah. This what is so fuck fucking about? awkward. The assumption that I'm oh, doing yeah, the yeah, holiday yeah. show it, of hands. It, it. Yeah. It's so awkward. I mean like if a bunch of new jewelry people apply like you might get bumped. I got it. like I know I got to keep it like step it up keep it fresh sure, yeah right like i mean i tell people it's all the like time i'm gonna stop trying i'm like if people literally like just give up on their own business and stop doing anything that's new or interesting like they're not getting in just because they've been in 14 times before right like we're like, shooting the fall lookbook in a couple weeks the yeah. holiday one um i'm finishing soon like things are happening i'm going to apply to the holiday show and of we'll bands. see how it goes for you sure Thank you. Thank you for saying that. I'll consider okay. your anyway. application. <laughs> I I have plans the night before and I'm like I it's fine. I will get yeah. I will move everything up. Yeah. And it'll be fine. I will get everything done yeah, if earlier. Yeah, schedule things ahead. It's like yeah. I don't know. It's just when we write it, when we put up the calendar like on the wall and we started just like counting out dates like counting out x weeks before the show and x weeks before last minute mm -hmm. and x weeks before this and like figuring out like wow there was like when did i do this last year when did i print the tote bags last year mm -hmm. when did i have the deadline for like giving me shit to put in the tote bags last year like was there a reason for that did, can you for being so could late, you change yeah. that yeah. could it be a month earlier yeah yep sure could be so like once we started writing stuff down and realizing like, wow, this is, this is flawed. Mm -hmm. Like there's shit about this that is just me not being like, this is the deadline. This is when things are being done. Like all I have to do is decide to do it earlier. Right. No, and I then feel the same my way. whole life will be. So this next, the holiday show coming up is like my test. I'm excited case for you. Yeah. Because it's like the show each time does get a little bit easier as far as like stress and anxiety goes because mm -hmm. it's like I kind of know what's coming. <clears throat> I know what to anticipate. I know what potential bad things could come about. Um, and so I'm like on top of those things. But there is a certain amount of stuff that's like, why am I doing this like the night before mm. when I could be doing it six nights before? And I feel like at like there's a thing as a, a vendor in any of these shows where we're yeah. all like, eh, I'm doing things last minute, still yeah. getting ready. Da, da, da. It doesn't have to be that way. No. I've made sure that I'm not doing anything the day of, and now I've got to make sure I'm not doing anything the day before. Yeah. And there's like, also people like yeah. you realize when you see people like every year, there's at least a handful of people that don't live in Chicago that are mm. doing the show. God, that's so hard. And, I immediately go, if those people can like mm -hmm. figure all their shit out 
ship it or bring it with them and travel Mm -hmm. the day before and still make all of this happen like can't all the rest of us like literally take a day off the day before the show yeah you could i just like i do it because um i don't know i like the socially Mm -hmm. awkwardness part of me needs to like not go from i i can't go from like making things most to talking stress no i need like a i need a solid break in you gotta come down from yeah yeah and figure out how to switch modes yeah and i think that's what i need maybe you don't need maybe you need to ride that like anxiety i don't know in my opinion the people that do what you're saying where you like take some fucking time for yourself before you head into that weekend Mm. like they do so much better like they they come off to the shoppers better at like if you're relaxed tired yeah Yeah. you don't look exhausted and you don't you're not frantic or stressed out you're also not sitting the whole time Mm -hmm. like you're literally like you have energy to be i mean and that's true of i feel like this whole scheduling out things is like this is something i need to apply to all aspects of my business and and part of that is breaking down this idea that um you don't deserve I don't know the the business if you're not like yeah, working your fucking working. ass off yeah, yeah. like no yeah. I I did all my work because I was good at doing my work yeah. and also and every I'm not tired. other person that has like a job job like they work fucking five days a week and then have Friday afternoon till Monday morning off like their brain is off. Like they don't even have to think about work. And I think that if we try hard enough, we can get there. Yeah. And also we just, we didn't know we needed to try for that because yeah. there was this whole, yeah. Keep like ho- keep hustling. Yeah. Hustle, hustle, hustle. This, this hustle culture that made us want to and be a part proud of, of how much you yeah, hustle. Yeah. I never sleep. No, we were that. You should we be were exactly that. That you can't like. Na- yeah. I mean, I feel like my realization is like that I'm older, and I'm just like, so am I going to be a 45 year old woman who like doesn't get enough sleep? Yeah. Fuck off. Yeah. Like I'm going to fucking sleep as much as I need to because I'm old now. Yeah. And like, guess what? If you're 26 and you're listening to this, you also need to get some fucking sleep. Yeah. Like. If I had gotten more sleep when I was 26, I probably wouldn't be so grumpy now. Also, <laughs> like, I don't, I think part of, like, for me, it was, I had the full-time job and I was doing this yes. on the side. And, and like, I was so used time to, that, yeah, I was used to that schedule. Yeah. And e- even and though, like, I, doing yeah, it. I thought once I quit my full-time job, this is going to be great. I'm going to have all this free time. But I was just so used to working that much that yeah. I slowly turned what could have been a 40 hour work week into an 80 hour hour work week because it was what I was comfortable with and it just felt like I you know and then you get to be part of this I you know I work all the time culture which we have like we're not the only ones trying to end it there are a lot of people yeah um this book was a part of it Emily McDowell's a part of it now um you're a part of it. 
I always say like I don't want to be a part of any groups, but if I'm going to be a part you of a group, be a it's part the anti-hustle group. You don't want to be a part of any group that would have you as a member. That's the same. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, that's from a th- yeah. someone. That's like it's a, a sec- quote from yeah. someone. Somebody's quote. It's like a famous. Is it a famous quote? Person? Yeah, I feel like Steve has out. said it. Um, we should look it up now because someone's screaming at it. You it think? Is. Yeah. Yeah, because I feel like I don't want to be. Can you actually type right now while I'm drunk? Yeah. Yeah. I, I've i typed all the wrong words. Um, I'm sure this is really interesting having people. Um, you know, what would be interesting is how many times I've misspelled the word. I wrote, I don't want to know first <laughs> and then don't want to ud. <laughs> You don't want to ud. <laughs> I type O D instead of O F all the time. I'm sure that it is somebody famous. Watch it be like Gandhi. Groucho Marx. Is it? Yep. Okay. I almost said that and I'm like, but the I the actual quote is I don't care to belong to any club that will have me as a member. Okay. Yeah. Wait, do you wanna keep reading this? This is really funny. Okay. There's a pancake quote. Oh what? Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Hold on, let me find it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, do the Jeopardy music. Oh, I don't, I I can't replicate music because I'm tone deaf. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Okay, here's the quote. I like pancakes. But I haven't got a closet full of them. What the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) It says Groucho's actual response during one of You Bet Your Life episodes referred to in the above quote. What the fuck? (laughs) Thanks for that great quote, Groucho Marx. I don't know what I thought it was going to be, but it wasn't that. I like pancakes, (laughs) but I haven't got a closet full of them. Why would you want a closet full of pancakes? Is he making fun of people that collect gym shoes? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't know where's my eye kleenex i don't think uh, it's that one gotcha wait marks. maybe it might be that one which one's your eye kleenex <laughs> and which one's your snot kleenex you should label them do you want me to make this you this one a, has mascara on it. so that's your eye kleenex <laughs> i mean that could be your snot kleenex you don't know i feel like we I, I it's funny when you said that i my first instinct was that it was a Mark's brother, but I know nothing about them. So I you know never... that he said that it's just cause you know, you hear um, things. We either have to take a break. Okay. 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 Have a part two okay. or we have to end it. Which one, which do you think I have? Do you want to do a part two? I have three more pages. <gasps> so we should do a part four two. more pages. So we should do a part I two. Guess so. Cause I have okay. to take a bath. Okay. 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 <laughs> and you have to take an eyeball break. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm not surprised. With the last time we did a book review, it was two parts. We got halfway through the book. It's That's fine. pretty impressive. It's a long. Is it a it's long not, book? N- I mean, no, it's not. It's like three hundred pages. It's like four hundred pages. Come on, let's look at the book. It's like two hundred and thirty <laughs> pages. <laughs> well, it it's took me seven like hours, seven to nine hours. Like that was yeah. on one point on five, one point two five, and I had listened to the first and we're few drinking. chapters of and the we're gym. drinking. So, um, yeah. Okay. We'll wrap it up. 
We'll, we'll, be we'll back. have a part two. We'll either release these simultaneously or they'll Maybe. be a yeah. week apart. Sure. You'll never know until you We do. don't know. <laughs> okay. We're going to wrap it up and okay. start over again. Yeah. Bye. Okay. Bye. <laughs> so smart. Where's your eye cleaner?